If you're trying to stay focused on getting work done and eating throughout the day is something you think about, have to decide, and you're not sure what to do, and you just wish an option was available where the right meal with all of the specifications you want be available to you, easy to make, under two minutes, well, luckily for you, Factor is available where you have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie. And you can enjoy over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons to help you make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for? You can get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking up for something fast that's upscale option done very easily. It's flexible on your schedule where you can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep necessary. They're 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup necessary. Head to factormeals.com slash sellingwithlove50 and use code sellingwithlove50 to get 50% off. That's code sellingwithlove50 at factormeals.com slash sellingwithlove50 and you'll get 50% off. Not bad. Plug into the minds of the world's cutting edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders. Rewriting the rules of high performance at work. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Campbell, and this is Superhumans at Work, a Mind Valley podcast. Welcome to Superhumans at Work by Mind Valley. I'm your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and before we get started, tell me, if you could change anything in your life, what would it be? Would it be your body, your career, your relationships? Thankfully, you don't have to choose. As a Mind Valley member, you'll get instant access to the wisdom of world class personal growth teachers and programs that can evolve you in every way for just $2 a day. Are you ready to make a change? Start transforming your life today at mindvalley.com forward slash superhuman. Hey, everybody, this is Jason Mark Campbell, your host for Superhumans at Work. And today's episode is not about bringing on a guest sharing their amazing insights. I'm not making a fancy introduction. What I wanted to do is maybe start off with a bit of gratitude here. I was looking back with the team and we realized that we have crossed over 175 interviews, have been put together, published, and released to all of you for fans of Superhumans at Work. All these interviews for people that want to nurture the way that they show up in the workplace, whether they're in a career, as entrepreneurs, as solopreneurs, maybe even as a student, just what are the things you can learn to sharpen your tools to really be able to show up in your best self? And I just wanted to say again, a big thank you for all you listeners. You show up, you invest in yourself, you get us excited to record more, to bring more guests on the show and to expose you to new and new ideas. And it's really motivating to see the large number of people that are tuning in month after month. And so you have my heart warm Thank you. It's amazing to be able to do this and to be able to connect with all of you. And of course, we have a few of the Mind Valley members who actually get to tune in live towards most of these recordings. So I do want to acknowledge them, all the energy they bring on to the backstage with me and the guests. We always have a chance to interact with their comment. And of course, if you're not a member of Mind Valley yet, definitely go check it out. We just need to go to mindvalley.com forward slash superhuman and you get to learn more about everything that's included when you become a member of Mind Valley. 
what I wanted to leave you with today is a bit of the foundations. It's a, it's a talk I've done a few times when it comes to learning, what does it take to be a superhuman in the workplace? And some of the pillars I want to share with you are three major components of a lot of the conversations you're going to hear on this podcast. You can go to any conversations that I've done in the past to the recent, and we cover very similar topics in different ways based on exactly what you're looking for in your management position, in your specialist position, whether you're struggling with a conflict at work, whether you're struggling with the next promotion, maybe it's a negotiation. There is a conversation with an extraordinary individual that speaks to most problems that we face in the workplace. With over 175 episodes, I'm happy to say we have such a beautiful inventory of content. But what if we had to distill it down? What if we only had access to three pillars of being a superhuman at work? What would that look like? what could you focus on or where could you put the big lens and seeing where do you stand in these areas so you can understand that this is something you can really improve upon. So I want to share with you today these three major pillars that I've found through the interviews that I've been doing. And I also want to be able to give you one powerful tip, maybe a way of thinking differently at Valley here, we would call these models of reality, a new lens to look at the solution to that problem. If it's something you want to improve, and this is going to be distilled from some of the best conversations I've had on this podcast. And so the first of these pillars is really about productivity. And productivity is a broad term, but I feel that whenever we have these conversations, I bring these experts that speak about how do you do more with your time? Time is one of these resources that we never get back. It's one of these things that once it passes, it is gone. And if you're going to be a superhuman at work, you're going to be someone that is going to be constantly enthusiastic and looking to optimize your time to be more effective, more productive. And I think when you have that mindset that always looks for that space to be doing things better, faster, more effectively, it's going to really allow you to rise and shine within the workplace. I remember this one time I'm working within a mind valley, actually, for this example, and I had to reach a lot of people individually. I had to send personalized emails. And whenever I had to reach out to somebody, I would you know, open up my Gmail. That was what we were using. I would type up an email and just try to change the name and be able to manually send this to people. And then I'd set a reminder if they didn't reply to that email to follow up a couple of days later. And what I decided to realize is instead of seeing this task as having to be done hundreds of time in a repeated fashion, I would always keep a mind on a few things. Number one, can I challenge the process, right? If I've been taught something to do in a certain way, is there a way I can think about challenging the process? Looking at how do I do it differently? Is there a step that I could change? Is there a way I could make it more effective? Could I open a bunch of emails at the same time and copy paste the same text? I try to see if there's ways I can change the process slightly to make it slightly more effective. The other thing that I look for is, are there technologies that support me in being faster? Now, depending on where you work, you might be in a corporate environment where you're very limited by technology. I know maybe some of you that might be in banking would find that a lot more restrictive. But if you are an entrepreneur or you are able to have conversations with your IT team, see if there are tools that you can bring up because we have so many tools available now that allow us to be more productive. In the example of sending all these emails, I used a marketing technology that I personally really like called HubSpot, and they allowed me to schedule automate and have these reminders go out effortlessly and have it all prepared in advance, saving me countless hours that I could go fix bigger problems. So this one would be automated, taken care of, and my time was given back to me. 
So we have the process. Look at how you can modify it. Look at technology and see how you can use it to its best and look at what's out there. Sometimes you've been using a tool for very, very long, but I always like to keep an eye on what's coming out that could allow me to do my job more effectively. And the third pillar is really the people. Now, the people comes from two angles here. One is be aware of who are the people you work with and what limitations they might have in their productivity. Are there better ways to actually hand off the work? Are there better ways that you could train them using tools and making sure that they are following the process? And when it comes to productivity, it usually has to do with these three big pillars, which are actually inspired by uh, Michael Hammer's book called The Agenda, early book from the 2000s, uh, really, really powerful when it comes to process reengineering. But every time you want to be more productive, think about how are you doing your processes and how you can challenge them what technologies you're using and what could you use that would make you more effective and how are the people properly trained to use that technology and follow the process. And if that person is someone just yourself, maybe you're working alone is how are you actually following the steps that you tell yourself to do? So that one you might want to keep in check. But when it comes to that first pillar of productivity, if you work with these three items, you're going to see that you can always keep yourself curious and always look to be more productive. So think about this, right? If you had six hours to chop down the tree, you've probably heard this one, spend five hours sharpening the saw. And that one hour will be the most effective one that you need. And then you can cut down a whole forest. Not that we want to do that. We obviously want to plant trees, but I'm just saying, if you take that time to be more productive, you'll see that it gives you a lot more freedom to be able to deliver the results and work on yourself in the process. The second component I want to bring up is communication. A lot of the guests that I bring on the show speak about all of the ways that we need to communicate better in the workplace. Now, communication, again, is such a vast field because we've covered negotiations. Maybe it's sales. Maybe it's conflict resolution. Maybe it's getting the promotion you want. Maybe it's just making sure you're being more inclusive. Maybe you're making sure that there's more representation of all the minority groups. Like All of these conversations have to do with communication. And the biggest takeaway that I love to make when it comes to communication is very biased to my own material is the component of sales. Sales is such a powerful and yes, I choose the word beautiful art that you can use in the workplace. A lot of people have some resistance around sales. And what I want to encourage you to reconsider is the fact that sales is just an energy exchange between conscious beings. You're just trying to communicate and persuade an idea, a thought, a project, a product or service, whatever it is that you're trying to exchange, whether it's rallying the team to work towards a quarterly goal, whether it's you asking for a promotion, all of those are a component of sales. Sales is everywhere. And when you learn to communicate effectively, when you learn to sell effectively, you'll realize that it brings you so much more joy within the workplace because you feel that you can actually speak the language that is required for people to understand you. I've had a lot of people complain about their bosses or colleagues and the politics that might rise if you're working within a bigger company. But when you decide to put on this, this hat of a salesperson that says, hey, maybe everyone else that I work with is like a client. So the efforts that I can put into complaining, I can stop doing that and instead try to understand people better. Because when you actually try to understand, that is the expression of love that you can make towards the people that work with you. And when you start to understand them better, you can communicate with them better. You can learn what's important to them. You can understand what their priorities are. And when you invest in other people and actually speak the language that's required, you'll be able to move projects forward, move mountains, rally the troops, get that project approved, get that promotion, sell those products or service, whatever it is, it becomes a powerful tool in your arsenal for communication. 
Don't neglect the power of communication in the workplace. It is something you can always nurture, always stay curious about, and it allows you to really be a superhuman. So we've covered productivity. We now have talked about communication. The last pillar of being a superhuman at work is actually leadership development. And I love the word leadership. And we've had so many amazing people speak about leadership. And what I really want to give you is this one thing that I think is the most important of them all when it comes to leadership is that self-leadership is really the pillar that you want to nurture regardless of the position that you're in. How do you stay congruent with the vision that you have for yourself and the decisions you make every day that align you to get closer to that vision you've made for yourself? See, you've probably had these experiences where you might have a boss or someone in a leadership position, and you might not have trusted them. You might had hesitancy to follow them. And typically at the root of all mistrust in leadership comes from your perception of seeing them not able to lead themselves effectively. You're seeing some incongruence between the way that they say they're going to do something and the way they actually do it. And so when you start operating with higher integrity, you can set goals for yourself. You can walk the walk the way you talk the talk. And I'm not even talking about working with other people. I'm talking about how you manage yourself. How do you invest in your own growth? How do you actually go out and execute on the projects you say you're going to do? And I think that's one of the biggest things. For those of you who might be a fan of Don Miguel Luis and the book called The Four Agreements, one of the agreements that he speaks about is how are you being impeccable with your word? And again, think of the times you speak with yourself. And the moment you start nurturing a powerful sense of self-leadership, a powerful sense of integrity for everything you say you're going to do and the way you do it, you do it as you said, you're going to notice that people will have a noticing of you that you'll, you'll start to stand out because it's something we all have struggles with. And you're not expected to be perfect, but you are expected to be transparent. You are expected to show up and you are expected to try your best. And when you start doing that for yourself, you'll start realizing that it becomes much more easy to lead teams, to be recognized, to see that your projects move forward, because people are going to see that you bring a level of energy that is higher than anybody else within the workplace. And it starts with yourself. And once you've mastered that self-leadership, whether it's through the lens of emotional intelligence or any other aspects of leadership development, you're going to be able to see that you can rise to a big leadership position and be respected within your field as a superhuman that you truly are. And so in this short episode is a recap of some of the most important things I think we cover on this podcast. And all of these topics, you can go deeper in these episodes, whether it's productivity, whether it's communication, whether it's leadership. And at this point, I would love to give you an invitation. If you haven't connected with me directly, the only sad part about podcasts is I never get a chance to interact with you one-on-one, -on -one, but I'd love to hear from you. And so if you're listening to this episode, I'd love to actually connect with you on Instagram. If you go to at Jason Mark Campbell, I'll put a link in the show notes. I'd love to have a direct message from you to tell me which of these three pillars you're looking to work on the most. And if you share me a bit more details, I'll be happy to actually recommend you one of the most powerful episodes on the show that will help you nurture that skill to be truly superhuman as far as we're going to be starting the next month as well. So once again, this was a special episode for a thank you for the 175 episodes, millions of downloads we've had so far on Superhumans at Work. I want to acknowledge all of you for dedicating yourself to growing week after week, 
learning from this amazing material. And it's been my pleasure to be your host and your guide as I bring these incredible people sharing some amazing messages with each and every one of you. This has been Jason Mark Campbell. And of course, stay superhuman. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you haven't signed up already, be sure to check out Mind Valley membership. Besides getting unlimited access to our top-rated programs and trainers, you'll also join an incredible supportive community on our new Connections app. This is basically a global campus where you find like-minded friends, mentors, and accountability partners from around the world online or get together at local meetups. If you want education that connects you with kindred spirits and transforms you from the inside out, join the tribe at mindvalley.com forward slash superhuman today. My name is Jason Campbell, and this is Superhumans at Work, a Mind Valley podcast.